Get ready for a journey into the heart of Bridgeport politics with In Absentia, a new podcast from Connecticut Public's investigative team, The Accountability Project. Learn about the city's past and present political dysfunction and the systems that enable it. Tune in wherever you get your podcasts. Funding provided by Francisco L. Borges and the Melville Charitable Trust. So what are your favorite things? Because we want you to call in and tell us, because today is a day when anybody can call 888-720-WNPR. That's 888-720-9677. If you're not into the alphanumeric thing, you can just recommend thing, something that you like that you think other people would like. I guess that's sort of what a recommendation is anyway. Maybe not. Uh, we sometimes also call them endorsements, a term that I stole from the Slate Culture Gap Fest. So we're going to just give you some examples of what that might sound like. When this whole idea was first proposed, and a listener actually suggested the idea, um, when we talked about it in our meetings with, the, uh, with me and the producers, my one request was that we're not going to do this unless former senior producer Betsy Kaplan makes a recommendation. And she must mention, as she always does anyway, her husband Keith. So we have all of that. And Kat, that would be clip one. I'm infatuated with my Bissa Little Green Machine. I've been in love with it for years. It has a curvy and compact body with a flexible 20-inch hose and incredible suction. Assembly is a breeze. One screw is all it needs. Just snap one of four tools to the end of its hose, shoot the spray slowly over your cushions, and suck up the remains as you pull the tool back towards you. I only wanted to clean a few spots from the two couch cushions this past weekend, but I was so mesmerized by its performance that I kept looking for more things to spritz and suck. My wrist was killing me when I was done. I first fell in love with Little Green after I saw it erase layers of dirt, stains, and smells from my car seats that had accumulated over 12 years of driving three kids, their friends, and one dog over many miles. We drove that car as far north as Maine and south to Virginia. The dirt ran deep. Keith doesn't get why I find such pleasure in Little Green. I guess I need to wipe some slates clean after a while. Dirt and stains hold memories, just like all the other ephemera we hold on to. But there's only so much I can save before I'm buried in stuff or I begin to forget more than I remember. I guess I don't need the dirt anymore. I endorse the Bissell Little Green machine. You know, as a vacuum cleaner, uh, endorsement perhaps should be. That was kind of filthy. You know, like if you just listened to some of <laughs> the language that was used. Uh, <clears throat> if it had been used to describe anything other than a vacuum, I think we would be having problems right now with the FCC. All right. So that's what one sounds like. Uh, let's hear what it sounds like when you call up. Uh, here is Irene from Plymouth. Hi, Irene. Oh, no. Irene. Irene. She got scared. 
or something. Something happened. All right. So we're going to instead do another one. This will be a familiar voice to many of you, to all of you. He hardly needs any introduction. Uh, But here uh, is a person uh, who used to work at this radio station and is still much beloved by many of us. This would be John John Dankosky, number two cat. Let me tell you about a website called Ron Carter Universe. Yeah, roncarteruniverse.com. Ron Carter is the most recorded jazz bassist in history. He's been on hundreds and hundreds of albums. He, of course, was famously in Miles Davis's quintet in the 1960s, but he's recorded with Aretha Franklin and Bette Midler and Lena Horne and Chet Baker and Freddie Hubbard and Herbie Hancock. Anyway, if you go to the Ron Carter Universe website, you can kind of scroll around this constellation of all of these records that he's been on and sample amazing jazz and soul and funk records from the 60s and 70s all the way up to his great performances today, including with his quartet with Jimmy Green from Connecticut. There's so much good music in here and there's so much good music that Ron Carter's played on. I think you should explore the Ron Carter universe and Happy New Year. John Dankosky, by the way, the music playing in the background is in fact Ron Carter playing with our good buddy Noah Behrman, who will be with us by the way, at the end of the year, end of the year, but yeah, end of the year, uh, for the year in jazz with, uh, he's always with us, with Gene Seymour and Jen, and Jen Allen. So um, so those are two. Okay. Let's try one from, and you know, these don't have to be like, you know, as I think it's becoming clear, these don't have to be sort of holiday presents. It'd just be something that you, you endorse and recommend. Uh, here is Mark from Rocky Point, Long Island. Hi, Mark. Hi, Colin. It's good to talk to you again. So my pitch this time is for voluntary contributions on your state tax income tax um, return. Right at the end, there's something called voluntary contributions. If you send money to them, they send it directly to who you're sending it to, all the big guys there, all the cancer societies, any local charities, all the big ones are on that list. The beauty of it is, is when you send money through there, they never send you anything asking for more money or wasting any of your money on Begging. Thank you. That's really good. So, but you're in Long Island, so does yes, this mean... It's it, also true in Connecticut. Also true in Connecticut. That was my That's follow-up I was question. told. Yes. All right. I, I had no idea about this. And it's a very interesting concept. All right. So that's uh, a cool idea. Uh, and so just to reiterate the premise here, yeah, we're asking you, if you'd like to anyway, you could call in 888-720-WNPR, 888-720-9677. And we have lots of them uh, that are pre-recorded, but we'd love to get a few people like Mark to call in live. And really, like Irene... I think she got cold feet, but she was going to recommend the Thomaston Pharmacy, which I assume is some kind of old-timey, non-CVS, Walgreens, you know, local pharmacy. I, I love the idea of that as a recommendation anyway. Um, all right. So, well, let's just uh, try a few more of the ones that we have recorded here. But if you want to call in and make some recommendations, 888-720-WNPR, 888-720-9677. Why don't we try number three, Cat? This would be the legendary Kyone Wolf. I'm firing a Nerf gun at the butt of a nearly naked servant boy at a kink party, as one does, when the hostess brings out a VR headset. Ever tried one of these, she says. I lower my Nerf gun. No, can I try? She slips it over my head, and suddenly I'm standing at the base of a giant, ancient coliseum. In my right hand is a giant bat with nails sticking out of the end of it, and here comes an ogre. Without even thinking, I smash its brains to bits, and with every bloody hit, my hand is vibrating, my heart is racing, and this feels so real. Except, see, 
I don't know about past or future lives, but if any of them involve violence, well, in this lifetime, as long as I have a choice about what kind of violence I have in my life, I'll just stick to the twice-a-year kink parties. Thank you very much. But the idea of using VR for something healing and fun and motivating? Well, I could work with that. So I do some research and find this game called Supernatural. You can box and something called Flow, where balloons are coming at you and you have these two long batons and you thwap them away to the beat of the song they're playing. So I buy the VR headset, download Supernatural, and I tell you what. It puts me in a flow state and keeps me there, start to finish. And now I think about what VR could do for meditation or social lives, and even as a companion to psychedelic experiences. So I endorse using virtual reality for exercise, games, and... Well, you know what, maybe I'll see you at a VR kink party sometime too. Um, I'd just like to say, as far as I know, those are parties where you listen to the music of Ray Davies, um, enjoy all of the wonderful music that the Kinks produced in the 1960s. Uh, but what do I know? <laughs> I think the really important thing is she said King Party three times. Uh, all right. So, uh, yes, we, uh, people are beginning to call in here. And so let's talk to Tracy in West Hartford. Hi, Tracy. You're, you have the floor. Hello. Um, so uh, a friend... Uh, did a, I did a favor for a friend once, and as a thank you, she on her, on her way here, she stopped at Doral Marketplace and got a salted malted hazelnut chocolate cookie, which is the best cookie I ever had in my life. I have bought them for parties and events, and people rave about them. They're so, so good. All right. Say, say the name of them again. Say, the, say what they are. The salted malted hazelnut chocolate cookie. And, and, does, who, and who makes them? Where do we get them? At Doro Marketplace. Oh, Doro Marketplace. Okay, that's good. See, it's what happens is people don't listen the first time when you're saying that, and then they then you describe it and it sounds good, and so then they, <laughs> then they need to know what it was you actually said. <laughs> uh, uh, that's a very good one. Thank you very much, Tracy. An excellent uh, recommendation uh, from Doro Marketplace. That's in West Hartford, in case you didn't know. Uh, and all right, well, we could take. Uh, let's do. Oh, we got a lot of people calling in all of a sudden. All right. Uh, let's go to Al in West Haven. Hi, Al. You have the conch shell. Hi. Hi. How you doing? Oh, okay. I would like to recommend Creative Arts Workshop in New Haven. What goes on there? Creative Arts, I'm willing to all, guess. Yeah, all kinds of stuff. It's a nonprofit art school. It has a huge pottery studio, printmaking, jewelry making, metalsmithing, drawing, painting, all kinds of stuff. So you just get on the and, website uh, and, and look into some things and see if you can sign up for absolutely. classes? And, yeah. Yeah, I've been there. I help run the pottery studio there. I've been there 20-something years. Hmm. I love pottery. Um, although I have, I now have a potter of choice. I have my own special individualized potter. Uh, but I like the idea of the Creative Arts Workshop in New Haven. Mine would be Birch Mountain Pottery. But um, Creative uh, Arts Workshop in New Haven. Go on the website, see what there is there. Because, yeah, maybe you've got kind of some creativity that's kind of percolating around inside you. You don't know what to do with it, uh, how to get it out of you. They will figure out. They will extract your creativity from you is what I'm guessing. All right, let's do one of our internal ones. Uh, this is going to be uh, Where We Live host, Kat Shen, uh, our, our sister program. Is, is that a nephew program, grandmother program? I'm really not quite sure what the familial relationship is. But here is Kat Shen. This is number four, Cat Pastor. Okay, so I'm here to endorse Chinese dramas. I know we hear a lot about Korean dramas, also known as K-dramas, which I also love. 
but I also wanted to show some attention for sea dramas. Personally, I'm a big fan of the historical fantasy genre because of their gorgeous costumes, really, really intricately choreographed fight scenes, music that pulls on your heartstrings, and also the fact that you're never guaranteed a happy ending. If you think you know a plot twist, they twist it to a whole other direction that you're just like, what just happened? And also, the writers don't care about your feelings. My heart's been dragged across the mud so many times, but for some strange reason, I keep coming back for more. The storytelling style is so uniquely different from Western media that I really highly recommend you take a dip into the wide range of Chinese dramas. From heroic dragon-slaying tales to modern office romances, there is something for everyone. My personal top favorite so far, The Untamed, which is available on Netflix. And let me tell you, that was a life-changing experience. Happy watching! Ooh, thank you, Kat Shen. I actually am going to check out that sea uh, drama. Uh, the Untamed. All right. So here we go. Uh, we're going to go back to the phones here. The, numbers, the number is 888-720-WNPR. That can be expressed as 888-720-9677. We will go to Tom in Wolcott. Uh, Tom is about to recommend something that I've never heard of, which is my favorite kind of recommendation. Hi, Tom. Hi, Colin. My favorite thing is something the Japanese call Shinrin Yoku, which means forest bathing. I'm about to take off on the Metacomet Trail in Farmington right now and enjoy some forest bathing. <laughs> now, you have to explain what, <laughs> what you mean, because this doesn't seem like a good day to go take a bath in the forest. No, absolutely not. We're not talking about getting naked in the woods. It's about total immersion in the natural world, which we can always enjoy on the Blue Blaze Trails right here in Connecticut. So is there any particular mental technique to forest bathing? Is it how do, Does it distinct from, for example, uh, my dog Declan and I took a lovely walk in the La Salette uh, uh, wild spaces in, in uh, Bloomfield today. Uh, but should we have been doing anything in particular to, to create the attitude of, of forest bathing? No, not really. Nothing much more than just opening up your eyes and ears and taking it all in. That's that, all there is to it. But that's, you know what, that's kind of key because, I mean, Declan and I go for a walk somewhere every day. And if my troubles are weighing me down or I'm preoccupied with something, every once in a while, like we're at the top of a hill or something, I will say to Declan, not that he understands and not that he's interested in doing anything other than smelling the ground, but I will say, look at this. Look at where we are. Look at the light. You look at the way that it's hitting the grasses. And you do have to remember oh. to do that, right? You have to have a kind Absolutely. of a consciousness about it. All right. Thanks so much, Shirin Yoku, Shin, Shinrin Yoku. Uh, remember to do it. Uh, and remember when you're going for a walk to have that moment where you stop and realize where you really are. Okay, this is another one I'm really looking forward to for a variety of different reasons. Uh, but one of our favorite people to involve in projects like this when she worked here at the station was uh, Where We Live producer Carmen Baskov, who's now, I believe, Deputy Secretary of State, something like that uh, in Washington. I don't know what she is. Uh, but uh, it's always exciting to hear what she's come up with. This is number five, Cat. Let's take a break from Colin McEnroe so we can listen to the Carmen Baskoff Show. So I'm going to endorse an app, and I should say I haven't actually used it, but it seems like a really cool idea. So basically, over Thanksgiving, I went on a hike with my family, and at the Nature Center, I saw a sign on the door recommending that you download an app to help emergency services locate you if you get lost in the woods. 
So the app's called What Three Words, and basically the idea is that the app assigns a unique combination of three words to every three meter square in the whole world. So if you're at some hard to describe location, like let's say you're lost in the woods, or maybe you're at a certain bench in the park, you can give either 911 or your friend or the delivery person this combination of three words. Um, which will take them to the exact location you want them to be. So for example, if I wanted to tell you how to get to the radio station and you didn't want to have to remember the street address, I could tell you to look at Dice Bugs Poet and that would take you to the building. I think this is actually something that I'm going to investigate. Uh, always interesting uh, to hear what Carmen has to say and what she uh, wants to recommend. We're going to take a little break. We're going to do this for the entire show. We've got some uh, kind of surprise guests coming up a little bit later, uh, but let's take a break. We'll come right back. Hands, the million stars that fill the turning sky at night. Oh, I suggest, oh, I suggest to you, oh, I suggest this is the best part of your life. There is a hope that's been expressed in you, the hope of seven. Support for this podcast comes from Hartford HealthCare. Elevating Health is funded by Hartford HealthCare. Loneliness can be a significant health risk to people of all ages. Dr. Laura Saunders, a psychologist from Hartford HealthCare's Institute of Living, talks about social isolation and why we need to connect in person. Loneliness actually is a pretty significant health risk for people that struggle with social isolation. It affects their blood pressure, it affects their immune system, it affects your willingness to get up and get out and can cause some not just emotional issues, but health problems as well. You're not alone. Dr. Saunders explains how important it is for us to look to others and get out of our comfort zone. I like to talk about social isolation as not just that individual's problem, but it's a community problem or it's a family problem. We need to connect with others. We can take space at times as well, but we need to step out of our comfort zone and do things to connect with other people. It's life-saving. For more information, go to ctpublic.org slash health. So you've got just about everything you need, but maybe there's one thing that you do need that you don't even know exists, and that's part of what this show is about. We're asking people among our listenership and here in the building uh, and uh, friends and people we know to make some uh, recommendations, something that might brighten another person's life. So let's. Uh, I think we're going to try a few books here in this segment. Uh, we're going to start with, um, oops, well, if, we, if I ever do this right, we're going to start with Nathaniel in Lisbon. Hi, Nathaniel. You have the floor. Oh, thank you. Hi, Colin. Hi. Hi. Uh, yeah, I'm a student at Central, a long-time student. Uh, and uh, one of the teachers, uh, Matthew Warshower, wrote a very, very good book, very detailed book, called Andrew Jackson and the Politics of Martial Law. And uh, I was listening to, following earlier, about uh, how uh, certain presidents in recent years have tried to increase 
the powers of the presidency. Uh, and, it, and it reminded me of, of Matthew's book. And uh, it goes into uh, incredible detail. Okay, in the world of in the world of weird coincidences, I happened to have dinner with Matthew Warshower last Friday night. Um, so there you go. Uh, and I, I can tell you that he has a book coming out next year that I'm really excited about. Uh, and certainly when it does come out, I don't think it comes out till like July or something. But when it does come out, we will be doing a show with him. Uh, say the title of the book again, Nathaniel. Uh, interjection and the politics of martial law. All right. That actually, yes. Uh, you can sort of see where that might have a little uh, uncomfortable <laughs> relevance coming up here. So thanks for the recommendation. Let's go to Cherry in Hamden. Uh, and Kat, start getting ready for number 11, because that's where we'll go next. But uh, Cherry in Hamden, what do you have for us? Hi, Colin. Um, not too long ago, a listener had called into one of your call-the-show thingies you do, expressing his frustration that as you get older, I myself am your age, 68, 69, around there, mm-hmm. that as you get older, you get weaker, and your your final years are not good, like with disease and so forth. Well, I thought about that, and I knew that Dr. Michael Greger's new book, How Not to Age, The Scientific Approach to Getting Healthier as You Get Older, was coming out on December 5th. And I just finished reading it, and I thought, well, if that guy's listening, I recommend this to him and anybody else who's might be concerned about that kind of thing. Yes, I'm concerned about that kind of thing. <laughs> well, I highly recommend this book. It's easy to read. He has a great sense of humor, and he donates all of his uh, proceeds to charity. He's a philanthropist, too. You know uh, what's worrying me lately? So there's this movie that I watched. <laughs> that has It's a movie that I watched, and it has uh, Julia Roberts in it, and Mahershala Ali, and Ethan Hawke. Uh, and I don't know the name of the movie, and I every day I look up the name of the movie. I type in their names, and I look up the name of the movie. And within three hours, I've forgotten it. I don't know the name of the movie right now. Uh, and I think... <laughs> I don't know what the, I can remember lots of other things. Uh, I'm not just walking down a median strip somewhere unsure of my location or anything. But and if I did, I now I have this Carmen Baskoff app to help me figure out where I am exactly. anyway. But the so fact that I go. can't remember this title, I'm going to kind of blame it on the title. I think there's something wrong with the title. All right. So as long as we're we've done two books, we got to do another book. Cat, this is number 11. This is Luke Bronin, mayor of Hartford, uh, soon to be handing the keys to the city over to Arun and Aralampalam. Uh, so here's Luke. Luke is a voracious reader, by the way. Uh, here's a recommendation. 11. One of my favorite books this year was Cloud Cuckoo Land. It's by Anthony Doerr, who also wrote All the Light We Cannot See. But Cloud Cuckoo Land was just so much fun to read, and it's such a beautiful book. It's part contemporary novel, part historical fiction, part uh, near-future science fiction. It's three different stories from different ages woven together. And uh, it is in part about the power of of books and of writing uh, preserved and carried through history. Uh, It's partly about the way that individuals' lives are carried on the tides of history and are subject to forces so far beyond our control, but at the same time uh, about how the the smallest individual acts of kindness and courage can can have ripple effects, not just uh, for those around us, but through the ages and through centuries. and it's also a, a uh, an ode to libraries and to librarians and to the preservation of knowledge. Uh, so if you haven't had a chance to read it, I recommend it. Uh, I couldn't put it down. Mm, thank you, Luke Bronin. So here's what's going to happen. I'm going to take one more call. 
Um, I, I might play one more recording. Then we're going to take a three-minute break uh, for a little bit of pledge. I'm hoping that you will consider pledging uh, because our, our time slot's been a little underperforming in this particular pledge drive. So it'd be great if you could uh, do what the nice people say when the pledge break comes up. And then we it's only three minutes long. When we come back from that, I realized it'll be a little bit longer because of other stuff. But when we come back from that, we will um, also take way more phone calls. So the number is 888-720-WNPR. That's 888-720-9677. You can call up now, get get, uh, up on the board or call during the pledge break after you've pledged. But uh, let's do one more call uh, right now from Andy from Portland. Hi, Andy. Hey, Colin. Uh, I'd like to give a huge shout-out recommendation to uh, summer camps and really anything that a YMCA puts forward. If your uh, family's with kids and you're looking to send them to a place which will treat them well and a great way to unplug from our digital universe, uh, I'm, I'm a former uh, uh, camp counselor at YMCA Camp Woodstock. Um, but really, any summer camp is just kind of a magical place. And right now, i got to run and donate blood. So I love your show. All right. Well, thanks for doing that, and thanks for donating blood. And, yeah, I mean, uh, my son went to the Colebrook uh, camp uh, for several years. What they should do, YMCA camps are so great, they should just write a song about the YMCA. Somebody should just write a song that's YMCA. I mean, would that be great? And people could, like, maybe stand up and spell out YMCA with their arms? It's just a suggestion, just an idea. All right, so we're about to head into this break. I'm going to make one. I wasn't sure whether I was going to recommend anything, but I've got like a tiny amount of time here, so I'll do something. So if you've been kind of intrigued, as I have, with the idea of the induction stove. So I have to back up and say, I probably have, for somebody who's fairly serious about cooking, I'm about like medium serious about cooking. But, you know, anyway, that's what I am. I have the worst stove, and the relationship between my stove and my level of interest in cooking good things is way out of kilter. It's like one of these really, you know, 1950s-looking electric stoves. One of the burners has been dead for years. Um, So uh, while we're sort of thinking about what to do about that, I actually got what's called a Duxtop DUX, Duxtop Portable Induction Burner. There's just one. You just get one burner, and you plug it in. It's not expensive. You you need to make sure that you have the right kind of cookware, or at least one or two pieces of cookware that you can use on induction. The way you do that is take one of your refrigerator magnets and see if it sticks to the bottom uh, of the pan. So it's like $124, and you can see whether you like induction stoves or not, and it's Thin and small enough so you can just tuck it in a drawer when you're not using it. All right. So uh, we are going to take a little break here. Uh, People are going to ask you to support the station. Please do that. We'll come back. Uh, 888-720-WNPR. Get online. We're back. I did. Ho- I do hope you pledged. If you didn't pledge, maybe at the end of the show today, you could make a little pledge. Um, makes us look good. Uh, the number to call if you want to recommend or endorse something, 888-720-WNPR. That's 888-720-9677. Got to thank Cat Pastor, technical producer. Uh, the episode today was produced by McCusker, the Wonder Kid. Uh, and on phones today, uh, producer Jonathan McPants. So, and also thanks to all the people here in the building uh, who recorded stuff. Anything we don't get on the air today, we might be able to get on the air during the nose uh, tomorrow, where we also have recommendations. Um, so, uh, before we go to the phones, we got Tom, we got Mindy. We're going to get to them. They have both have very interesting things. Let's do another one of our recorded ones. This is another legendary figure 
the Mejiosaurus, uh, a legendary figure from the past of this station, uh, Carlos Mejia, uh, who was, uh, he was somebody we were very pleased to be involved with. Uh, and he's now former manager of data science at CT Public, and uh, he endorses, well, he'll tell you, he's going to tell you what he endorses. Uh, here's Carlos Mejia. This is number six cap. I would like to endorse the sporting goods chain that is in the state of Connecticut. Play it again, sports. There's about three in the state, and the one that's closest to me is in Southington. Really great team, and on top of that, really great prices. So their deal is, in addition to selling brand new sporting gear, they will buy and sell used sporting goods. Very recently, my nine-year-old, my oldest daughter, and I, we decided to start skateboarding. And we had to get knee pads, elbow pads, helmets, wrist guards, and, of course, skateboards. And we were able to find everything that we needed at Play It Against Sports for a really low price. But I think the most surprising thing has been really just discovering a new hobby together uh, with my daughter. And we were able to uh, get off the ground, no pun intended, um, thanks to the good folks at Play It Against Sports. All right. I can't believe the baby Mahiasaurus is nine years old now. Uh, that's the biggest uh, surprise of that whole thing. Uh, all right. So uh, let's go to, the, we'll go to the phones here. Here's Mindy from New Haven uh, with a recommendation. Hi, Mindy. Hi, Colin. How are you? Just fine. Great. Um, I'd like to recommend a new magazine that launched last week called OneMomMag.com. It's a magazine for single moms and the people who love them. And... Um, I hope that people will go to it, and it's a way to just kind of understand better, support single moms, and also lots of resources um, and things for single moms. I think there's sort of a single, isn't there a single mother's discount card, too, that it comes yeah, with? Yeah, something that's, to do with this? Yeah. That's and, great that you know about that. It's related to the single mother's discount card. It's actually a place where um, the single mother's discount card is a social enterprise where single moms are partnered with businesses that will give them discounts just like they do for students or seniors. Mm -hmm. And um, so on OneMomMag.com, single moms can go and find ads and um, profiles and and just different ways to save money on goods and services for themselves and their kids through the single mother's discount card. All right. That is just great. Uh, That is terrific. Uh, We're going to go to a recorded one. This is going to be number seven, Kat. This is Lake Como Dave from Ohio uh, with an endorsement, which he recorded because he had something else he needed to do right this very second. Uh, This is number seven. Greetings from the flyover, Colin. My recommendation is a podcast by the actor Paul Giamatti. It's called Chinwag, C-H-I-N-W-A-G. And he and a friend of his who is a philosophy professor interview all kinds of interesting people. It's a little bit erudite. It's very funny. And it's really enjoyable. That is Lake Como Dave with a recommendation. Um, all right. Let's, we'll go back to the phones now. The number... It's getting a little tight here, though. I've only got about 12 minutes left, and we've got a lot of ground to cover. But, yeah, call in if you want, 888-720-WNPR, 888-720-9677. Here's Tom from Boston. Hi, Tom. Hey, hey Colin. How you doing? Just fine. Great. Uh, I had a, a real quick recommendation. I wanted to recommend a Connecticut clothing brand called Carpe Nix. Um, that means uh, seize the snow. And they make um, clothing from sustainable materials. They donate 20% of every sale to organizations fighting climate change. So it's kind of just a great gift for anyone who loves winter sports or loves uh, winter and wants winter to keep feeling like winter. Right. So Carpe Nix, 
Um, it's an IX, not to be confused with Carpy Nix, which is Steve Nix's younger brother. Very annoying guy. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah Car- it's Car- CarpyNix.com. All right, CarpyNix.com. Uh, great uh, recommendation. Thanks so much, Tom. Uh, if it sounds like I'm kind of leaping from thing to thing, it's because I'm going to run out of time here. But um, but thanks very much for that one. Uh, let's go to number eight. This is, uh, well, she, does she have like kind of a rap name now? Is she just technically Meg Fitz? I, we're going to say Meg Fitz uh, here from our building. Let's see what she's going to endorse. Number eight. If you're somebody who is maybe looking for one of those uh, charitable holiday gifts for folks. Uh, So like you don't necessarily want to give somebody a physical gift. Maybe they have everything that they already need. Um, But you want to donate something. Maybe you're going to do it in their name. Um, Something you might not have ever heard of before is the United Plant Savers organization. Um, This is a group dedicated to uh, helping to protect uh, medicinal plants and plant species. Um, And so what they're doing right now is a project called Seeding the Future. And the goal uh, for the funds raised from this project is to create a state-of-the-art seed bank that allows them to collect and catalog uh, critical native medicinal species for conservation, restoration, and for supporting forest farmers. I think uh, what they're doing is a pretty cool and important thing. Uh, thank you, Meg Fitzgerald. Uh, and what, what should we do here? We'll go to the phones. I'm kind of try to sort of alternate and vacillate uh, and teeter-totter. So here is Bob from – oh, sorry. This is – oh, that, I got the wrong – I picked the wrong – oh, no, this is Kevin. Kevin from North Haven. Hi, Kevin. You have the floor. Hello. Got a recommendation. Winter's coming, Colin. Yep. And uh, we all like to be able to get outside and do things, but we don't know what to do. And uh, folks have different levels of capacity and ability, but – something I find that everyone universally can do. If you can walk, you can cross-country ski. The investment is about $250 for a set of skis, boots, and poles. And once you have that, you have everything you need to go out on any given day that there's snow on the ground to a golf course, to a state park, to a to a hiking trail, and cross-country ski. And, uh, you know, there's a small community of people, but it's also the kind of thing you can do on your own if you have a pet or a dog they love to cross-country ski and it's the best way to get outside get a little bit of exercise it's something that's not going to break your leg or uh, you know cause you to have a heart attack likely it's just a nice way to get outside enjoy the outdoors at a modicum of cost so i recommend everybody do it i've been doing it myself for about 35 years and Hope to do it for another 20. Yeah. The only problem is it does actually have to snow, um, and uh, sometimes it doesn't. But I can I can even validate the whole idea of doing it. If you have the right kind of dog, dog's going to stay with you. I used to cross-country ski with my dog, Ralph. Um, and Ralph, we would cross-ski at a, a golf course, and he would I would cross-country ski, and he would eat uh, goose poop, frozen goose poop, which apparently is quite a delicacy, and then occasionally run after me. I was so slow that he had to have something else to do. Uh, all right, so let's go. Let's go back to our list here. We are going to talk to, or we are going to hear from uh, Jessica Severin D. Martinez, uh, producer for Audacious with the Coyote Wolf. Let's see what she is endorsing on number nine. I wholeheartedly endorse consuming best off lists. I can spend hours with a list of the best books of the year. And if there's something that sounds intriguing, I'll probably end up looking up the author's other books, find a podcast appearance by the author, 
and probably in that whole process find something that I wasn't even looking for. And that is a good thing. Also, if something made it onto a list, and not any list, but a best-of list, there's got to be some goodness in it. And I love chasing that. Try it out for yourself. All right. Thank you, Jessica. We'll jump over to the phones here. And let's see. We've got uh, Bob. I said him, I mentioned him before. Bob from Bristol. Go ahead. Hi, Colin. Uh, my recommendation is anything by the journalist Tom Wolf. So the novelist from the 20s was pretty darn good, too. Yes. Um, I, I Radical Chic, Mal Maling, the Flat Catchers, the articles that he wrote for the various publications, the Electric Kool-Aid Acid Test, all just wonderful observational journalism. And the best thing he ever wrote was a piece he did for the New York Herald Tribune in the early 1960s on the stock car racer, Junior Johnson. He wrote the piece. Well, he didn't write the piece. He went down south to report on the piece. He came back and he wrote this massively long memo to his editor saying, I can't do this. It's too much stuff to write about. And his <laughs> editor, who was also brilliant, I don't know who it was, said to him, Go back and punctuate it. You've got your article right there. <laughs> I'd forgotten about that. Yes, I agree. It would be interesting to reread Bonfire of the Vanities now. It, Bonfire of the Vanities was so located at its moment as a piece of fiction um, that I just wonder if it would uh, it would survive very well. Uh, we're going to jump uh, over because I want to get one by one of our regular callers and listeners. Uh, that is Iman James. Uh, this is number 12. Let's see what she is going to endorse. Number 12. My recommendation is to read some of the poetry of Joy Harjo. One of these poems, Transformations, it's a poem that I like to turn to whenever I feel kind of ungrounded by everything I'm seeing in the news, everything I'm watching and reading. I can turn to this poem and I can feel centered, I can feel more human, and I feel like I have some direction and how I want to speak and communicate and act in this world. So just a reminder, that's Transformations, the, a poem by Joy Harjo. Uh, all right, so we're getting near the end of this wonderful adventure that we've been on, but I do have some other calls here on the board. Let's uh, talk to Dina in Windsor. Hi, Dina. You're on the air. Hi, Colin. Um, I just want to recommend LearnOutLoud.com. It's a website where you can download free audio books that are all educational. So, I mean, I have had wonderful experience with there. Um, I downloaded um, The Law by Bastia, and it actually contextualizes a lot of things going on in the world. It's kind of amazing. Like, a philosopher from when we were just becoming us is still totally relevant today. So, um, I don't know. I, just, I, I really enjoy learning material, so it, it's a really good thing that you don't have to pay for. <laughs> so it's learnoutloud.com, right? Yes, yes. All right. Yeah, and you can either download them and keep them, or you can listen to them right on the site, and it's free, so it's kind of awesome. <laughs> All right. Uh, thanks very much for that. That was great. Uh, we're going to go back to our other list. This is going to be number 10, Kat, and this, uh, this is Francesca Fontanez, one of uh, CD Public's social media editors. Here's what she endorses. Number 10. I would highly recommend looking into life hacks, also known as using objects in a way they're not really intended for to solve a problem or make life easier. Like using a hanging shoe rack to store cleaning supplies, using nail polish to differentiate which key is which, and the classic, putting your phone in a cup or bowl to quickly crank the volume. I didn't know any of those. Uh, all right. So that's great. Uh, we have time, I think, for one more caller here. Uh, and we're going to need to probably wrap up. We may miss getting the Sabrina Herrera 
uh, endorsement on the air because it's a little bit longer than some of the others. If we don't get to it, because Sabrina Herrera is an intrinsic part of the show at this point, we'll probably try to play it tomorrow on the nose. But here is uh, who have I got? Who, who, I've, I've already forgotten what it is I'm doing here. Garrett from Goshen. That's who's on the air right now. Hi, Garrett. Hi, Colin. I'd like to recommend Litchfield Hills Rowing Club, which rows on Bantam Lake in Litchfield, Connecticut, and uh, generally the sport of crew, which I find to be a fantastic sport uh, from kids to adults. And the Litchfield Hills Rowing Club has programs for all that start throughout the year. Um, yeah, no, I, that sounds terrific. I would imagine probably not super active right around this time of year, uh, or do they actually row in the cold weather? Uh, they are now in the gym for the winter. Uh, getting ready for spring. Um, I had uh, a daughter graduate from the program along with 13 seniors last year. All of them are rowing in college right now, most of them Division One. Just amazing. Yeah, that's great. You know what? We can make it. We can get Sabrina on the air here. So let's do this. This is number 13, Sabrina Herrera, Community Engagement and Social Media Editor for Connecticut Public. And let's see what she endorses, 13. My endorsement is for adults making holiday wish lists. Regardless of what you celebrate, no matter how old you are, if gift-giving is in your holiday tradition, you deserve to make your own wish list. I grew up Catholic and believing in Santa, and somewhere down the line, I quote-unquote got too old for Santa. So I quote-unquote got too old to make a Christmas list. And you know what? I am an adult, and I have wants and needs too, okay? I don't want a polite birthday cupcake-scented candle. That's gross. Get me something natural-smelling. But what's polite is you actually getting someone something that they want. I mean, why do we need to be apologetic or ashamed of saying and owning what we want? There's no need to feel bad or ashamed about this. Let yourself have fun making your wish list. I have a niece, Kayla, who has been making her Christmas lists ever since she was little. And as she got older, they got a little bit fancier. So she started making them in PowerPoint, a full-on slideshow with screenshots and links to everything, prices listed, the whole thing. It's so thorough and it's perfect. I know exactly what to get her. Do you know how hard it is to shop for an 18-year-old these days? So I took inspiration from her and found an app where you can actually create a website for free. It's called Milkshake. There are different templates. So I typically choose one and change up the photos and the colors and links and send that to my family. My sister created hers in Canva this year as a presentation. It's really fun seeing how creative your family can get, and it takes the guesswork out of giving gifts to others. We're all adults, so let's start acting like it. Let's be direct in our communication, okay, and actually get each other what we need. So here's my wish list. I want sweatpants because you can never have enough sweatpants. I want a Netflix subscription because I can't share a password with my friends anymore. And I want you to make the darn wish list and find some joy this holiday season. All right, that's it. Thanks for everybody who helped out. And here are the pledge people. Please consider pledging. 